I am joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Tēnā Giles. Kia to you, Charlotte. Inflation, it's fallen. It has, as you've been hearing in the news. The Consumer Price Index increased 1.1% for the three months end of June, but the annual rate is down to 6% from 6.7%. That's the lowest since uh, December 2021. To discuss this, I'm joined by ASB Senior Economist Kim Mundy. Kira to you, Kim. Kira Giles, how are you? I'm well, thank you. It's the familiar suspects, isn't it? Food, building a house, running it, rents, utilities. It all seems to be largely domestically generated inflation. Yes, so we have seen a little bit of an upside surprise in today's uh, CPI print. And as you say, that was entirely driven by the non-tradable side of the ledger. So food prices, construction, rent. Um, insurance premiums was another rise that we saw this quarter. So it really does just reiterate that that core inflation is proving quite hard to stamp out in New Zealand at the moment. Well, core inflation, I think the measures that were in those stats and Z numbers show it's a bit like the headline rate, somewhere around 6% on some measures, even a little bit higher than that. Why is uh, core inflation proving so hard to shift? So core inflation does tend to be stickier and we're seeing it influenced by things like high wages um, and that's been, you know, that's slowed out from the back of the very tight labour market that we've seen for quite some time now. So it is going to take time for all of that to wash out of the market. Now, the important thing for us is that we do think that's going to happen. We are seeing inflation start to decelerate, but it's a really good reminder that the Reserve Bank is not going to get inflation back down to its 1% to 3% inflation target overnight. Well, it did say at its uh, rate decision last week, it didn't expect to have the inflation rate back into that 1% to 3% target zone before the uh, probably towards the end of next year. It has signaled that interest rate rises supposedly are on hold. Perhaps we're done and dusted, but... Do these numbers suggest they may have to do a little bit more? Might there be a surprise rate rise before the end of the year? We don't think that this print has been enough to entirely change the dial in terms of the Reserve Bank's thinking. So we do still think that that 5.5% OCR where we're at now is going to be the peak, but it is undeniable that it has raised the risk that the Reserve Bank might just feel like they need to do one more 25 basis point rate hike just to make sure that they are on top of these inflation pressures. But if we look to the medium-term drivers of inflation, we do still think those are falling. So you've got the fact that the New Zealand economy is already in recession. We're seeing the global economy start to ease. We're seeing pressure coming out of the labour market. So if the Reserve Bank's looking forward, we still think they will be confident that inflation is going to fall back towards its target in time. But as you say, that's not going to be happening until at least late next year. So nobody should be figuring in rate cuts uh, as early as February or March next year, as some people have been talking. We think that is far too uh, premature to be considering rate cuts um, by then. We're going to, you know, the Reserve Bank's not even going to be thinking about cutting the OCR until that 3% inflation is in sight. And at the moment, with inflation running at 6%, we're well above that rate. Thank you very much. That's Kim Moody, Senior Economist at ASB.
Well, confidence levels in the trans-Tasman labour market are diverging. That's uh, according to a recruitment group. The job report from the Australian-based industry group RCSA shows New Zealand's job listings falling close to 11% in the past three months, with big falls in accommodation and food services as well as the IT sector. Well, RCSA Chief Executive Charles Cameron says things are sounding more positive in Australia. When we speak to our members who spend a lot of time both in the New Zealand market and the Australian market, they see a real difference in confidence in the belief that uh, we actually won't in Australia be going through a technical recession. We did a whole host of lunches right across uh, North and South Island in New Zealand last month, and there is still a degree of confidence that exists, but comparative to Australia, I would certainly say it's uh, declining in New Zealand, and it's a hell of a lot softer than it is Australia. And I think primarily that's because of the resilience of the commodities market and the resources sector in Australia. So Australia is getting some coverage from that. When New Zealand doesn't have that benefit, you lay over the top of that, of course, the, uh, the climate uh, events in New Zealand. And uh, you get hit two or three times when you're on the ground already. It makes it really hard to get back up. Charles Cameron says job listings in New Zealand are 23% lower than a year ago. Small and undervalued listed companies seem to be more likely the subject of low-ball opportunistic takeover offers. That's the view of one investment manager. Yesterday, a bid was made for Metro Performance Glass from two of its major shareholders at a price that was barely above the value of its assets. The offer was quickly rejected by the Metro Glass board as being significant, uh, significantly undervalued. But it was the third such bid this year following Pushpay Holdings and E-Road. In the first case, the offer was raised and finally succeeded. But E-Road bid still hangs in the wings after being rejected initially. The head of equities at Devon Funds Management, Greg Smith, says smaller companies that are less noticed and about which less is known seem the more likely targets for cheap offers. There's also a lot of uncertainty about what the, you know, the wider operating environment looks like for a lot of these uh, smaller companies, and particularly those that aren't in, a, aren't in great shape currently from a financial perspective. So I think that's why you're starting to see um, yeah, these bids that emerge, particularly at that end of the sector. Um, and, you know, in a, in a case such as Metro Glass, where you know, sh- uh, shareholders have endured a, a rocky time for a long period, uh, yeah, there's maybe also a sense that yeah, something can, can be acquired at a, you know, a relatively attractive price, taking a long-term view, point of view. But um, I'd say there's yeah, fairly widespread amongst the smaller end. Uh, and, you know, if you look at our market as well, um, yeah, this year has certainly lagged. And, and arguably a lot of the, the small caps have done so as well. So, yeah, some opportunities for those vultures. That's Greg Smith of Devon Funds Manager. Well, let's see if the vultures are circling. I'm joined by uh, Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners, who's definitely not of that species. Kira to you, Andrew. Kira Giles. It's yeah, <laughs> pretty windy in Wellington today, so those vultures are probably... Heading to Chile. Yeah, they're probably sitting comfortably in some boardroom. How's the local market looking? Yeah, look, uh, we're up 20 points. NZX 50 is trading at 11,952 points. Um, if we look at some of our leaders, uh, A2 Milk's up three cents or half a percent at $5.53. 
Auckland Airport unchanged at eight dollars twenty-seven. Chorus unchanged at eight dollars forty-four and a half. Contact Energy is down seven cents at eight dollars eleven. EBOS up three at thirty-seven ninety-three. Fletcher building up five at five fifty-nine. Fisher and Pike Healthcare having a good day up thirty-two cents at twenty-four dollars fifty-two. Infratil up one and a half cents at nine dollars eighty-six. Main Freight's up one cent at seventy-two dollars fourteen. Meridian down four and a half cents at five dollars forty-one. Port of Tauranga up, sorry, down four at six twenty-four. Ryman's having a good day up two at six ninety-six. As is Somerset up three cents at ten dollars forty. Just a headline number for Australia, please, and then the currency. Yeah, look, the ASX two hundred. It's up 0.6 of a percent or forty-four points at seven thousand three hundred and twenty-eight. Banks and resources are stronger. Looking at the currency after that CPI number, it has strengthened. Currently buying US 62.92 cents against Australia, we're 92.33. Against sterling, we're 48.26. Against the euro, 56.02. And against yen, 87.45. Interest rates have risen a little bit. 90-day bank bills, 5.655%. 10-year interest rates are 4.45%. And looking at oil, Brent crude trading at $79.78 US a barrel. And gold's trading at 1976 US dollars an ounce. Thank you very much. Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners. Time just to tell you that the insurance company Tower has cut its profit forecast again. It's citing inflation, increased vehicle crime and weather-related claims. It now expects a full-year underlying result between a loss of $2 million and a profit of three million. Its previous guidance was a profit of between eight and thirteen million.